The Cougars return home to Lavelle Edwards Stadium to host Utah Tech. And despite the favorable matchup, BYU isn't taking it for granted with a lot still to play for. We have incentive for us to play this game too. That's for our seniors and our outgoing players. And then the fact that we can get this win and then be bowl eligible, that, that's the focus. There's a lot for us to play for this weekend as well. As for senior players like Earl Tuioti Mariner, today's matchup is all about taking care of business and ending the home schedule on a high note. I'm not going to take it easy on these guys just because they're FCS opponent. Like, I treat these guys like they're the best team out there. So we're ready for them, and, yeah, we're ready to get after it. It's time for BYU football as the Cougars face the Trailblazers on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by All Pro Capital Real Estate Investments, Les Olson IoT, your office technology partner. Also by Valhalla Fiduciary, expertise and independence in hedge funds. Brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Get double fuel points and free grocery delivery with the boost by Smith's Rewards Membership. Also brought to you by Delta, official airline of BYU football. Now, to bring you all of today's action, we head live to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, kickoff coming up. Let's get to today's Ford Keys to the Game, presented by your local Ford stores, BYU football. Built Ford proud. Riley Nelson, what do you have? These are first half keys um, because the second half of these games can always turn into a little bit of a different monster. So offensively, no punts. Defensively, two turnovers. Special teams, make all, make any and all kicks, be they PATs or field goals. All right, those are the keys to the game or keys to the first half. Today's referee is John Noli, and he has the captain shaking hands at midfield. BYU captains today, seniors Caleb Hayes, Chris Brooks, Lopini Catilla, and Lorenzo Fawate. Let's turn it down to the official, referee John Noli in the huddle. Gentlemen, here's the coin for tonight's toss. The Mountain West logo will be heads, tails. Heads, tails. As a visiting team, I ask that you call the coin. Tails. He calls Tails. Tails, you've won the toss. Utah State has won the toss. They'll defer their option to the second half. Which direction will you kick? Go ahead, put your backs over there. BYU backs to this end zone. All right, so we. BYU will receive the first half kickoff. Gentlemen, shake hands, bring your teams out. All right, a Mountain West coin used today here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Okay. Uh, BYU now 2-9 and nine in coin tosses this year. So there's that. Uh, BYU will receive the football and defend the goal to our left. BYU will take it left to right here in the uh, first quarter. So, uh, Utah Tech will be defending the goal to our right. We'll be kicking off from right to left. BYU today in the all-royal uniforms. That's royal jerseys and pants with white helmets. And Utah Tech will be in the red helmets, white jerseys, red pants, and the UT logo across the helmet. Great to have you with us, Greg Grubel and Riley Nelson, along with Mitchell Jerkins down on the field. Ben Bagley joining us in the studio. It is Senior Day 2022, and again, the last home game will BYU will play without a Big 12 patch on the jersey. The next game BYU plays here will come... In September of next year, and BYU will then officially be a member of the Big 12 Conference. BYU has at least one more game, but hopefully two more games to play after today. The Cougs will be at Stanford next Saturday night. And then again, presuming a win today, you're 6-5, and five, you're bowl eligible, win or lose next week. BYU plays one more game in the postseason. Andrew Day will kick off for Utah Tech. 
And back deep for BYU is Hobbs Nyberg. So Hobbs is back on the goal line. He has a couple of diagonal returners in front of him. Talmadge Gunther and Lopini Katoa. And they were at around the 20-yard line. So Utah Tech kicking it off from right to left. And we're about to get underway on a sun-splashed Saturday here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Part of a radio triple header. Soccer in the morning, football in the afternoon, and basketball at night. Super to have you with us. And here we go. Andrew Day drops the arm. The run-up. The boot to ball. And it'll backspin it to Hobbs at the one-yard line. And he'll return from there. The 10, the 15 between the hashes. Bounces off a couple of would-be tacklers and is dropped back at the 11. So had Hobbs gone down at the 15, it's first and 10 from the 15. But he fell off the tackle and kept going and lost four more yards as a result. So BYU at the 11-yard line. So the decision to return instead of fair catch costing BYU 14 yards on the opening kickoff. BYU's offensive lineup is brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto. Conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. Wide receivers in the set. Puka Nakua and Braden Cosper. Jaron Hall's under center. Hankley Ropati is the running back. Double tight left as... Jaron Hall throws back shoulder left to Puka Nakua, and Nakua makes the catch for a first down down the far boundary. Such a difficult catch that it just looks routine. Puka Nakua's got such good body control. Jaron does a good job. He didn't quite beat him off the line, did a good job putting it out there for him to make the back shoulder catch. Rest of the starting lineup, offensive lineup, offensive linemen, Blake Freeland, Clark Barrington, Connor Pay, Harris Lachance, and Kingsley Suamataia. Mason Wake was in on first down. Checks out for Keanu Hill on this next first down. First and ten for BYU at the 32-yard line. Throw comes right to Keanu Hill. And another first down for BYU to the 43. Give him the 42 and change. Will they move the sticks? They will not. So he's just shy of the first down. So a gain of nearly ten on first and ten. Now they'll move the chain. So give him ten and change. So back-to-back first down throws and back-to-back first downs made for BYU. Hall to Nakua and Hall to Hill. And BYU's already out to the 42-yard line. First down and 10. Jaron Hall now backs to the gun. Hinkley Ropati. We had a sense he could be the starting running back today, and he is. And the play clock's already down to one. That seemed like a quick play clock. Yeah, I don't think they reset it. Yeah, Harry. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to push it back to 25. So that was way too fast. Jaron Hall was clapping his hands. Hinkley was clapping his hands. I'm like, what are they so hurried about? I looked down and said one second. There's no way that was 40. So here we go. It is a reset play clock. It's now under 20. The game clock at 13.55. We're just underway in first and 10 for BYU at the Kook 42-yard line. Hinkley in the backfield, right hip of Hall. The pull away from Hinkley and the throw in the right flat to Isaac Rex. It's a short catch of two yards. So three plays and three throws for BYU. Nakua, Hill, and now Rex as no as Jaron's three for three. Playcock operator. After each play, it should be set to 40 seconds of running. Thank you. <laughs> Isn't that wild that the, that the person upstairs has not gotten the memo on that? That's not something that you'd have to usually talk about. But they've had two play clock issues on the first two plays. So even the play the clock right. operator has to come to play against an FCS <laughs> opponent. So Jaron Hall is in the gun. Hinkley Ropati to his right hip. It is BYU with a second down and eight from the 44. BYU left to right from our vantage point. Hall makes a play call change, settles back in the gun. Two wides left and two receiving options right. It's an RPO and a keep from Jaron Hall for a loss of two as he was caught in the backfield. It'll back it up to near a third down and ten. 
that corner made by number nine, Devin Perkins. Interestingly enough, so former Cougar Shane Hunter, he's middle linebacker here, uh, graduated in 2010. I played with, he coaches corners at Utah Tech. He said, look out for number nine. He's a hitter. Even though he's a cornerback, he loves to tackle, and he got in on the action on that last play. And flags fly. BYU pointing to offside on a third down and ten from the BYU 42. Outside, defense, number 55, five-yard penalty, still third down. Nose tackle Justin Kirkland in the neutral zone. BYU gains five yards, setting up a third down and five. BYU on the year, 44% third down conversion rate. They've got a third down and five here at the BYU 47-yard line. Nearing midfield, first drive of the game. Hinkley Ropati off the right hip of Jaron Hall. They'll motion Puka Nakua. Nakua will stop his motion, come back and take a swing pass in the right flat. And will be stopped well short of a first down. Knocked out at midfield. It'll be a good two three, uh, two or three yards short. But it looks like oh, the offense down the field. Punt team looks to come on. Yeah. So on a third down and five, right? The swing to Puka gains them only three. And it'll be BYU going to the punt team. Jaron had his hands open up kind of with the shoulder shrug, shrug, like, what are we doing? And that is a little bit uncharacteristic of this BYU offense or BYU coaching decision-making. Normally, anytime they get around midfield, they're going for it on anything four and three or less. Yeah, so a fourth down and two. And a sidewinder to the far sideline by Ryan Rico will stay in bounds and roll out around the 10-yard line. So BYU moving the ball smartly, bogs down around midfield, and then punts down to the 10-yard line. Timeout on the field will take it. It'll be Utah Tech first and 10 with 11.41 to go in the opening quarter on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Right uh, for a sixth time in 11 games. BYU failing to score on its opening possession. BYU on defense now. Utah Tech's first possession. The Trailblazers have not scored a TD on any opening possession this season. BYU starting defensive lineup is brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto. Conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto driven by you. BYU on the corners with Caleb Hayes and Gabe Judy Lowley. Talon Alfrey and Micah Harper at the safeties. Jacob Robinson and Nickelback. Ben Bywater, a linebacker. Keenan Peely, a linebacker. As BYU goes with a three-down alignment. Now make it four. Nelson, Batty, and Fawatea. Now make it Hawes. It is a three-down lineman. They put a fourth backer in in Pepe Tanovasa. So a 3-4 for BYU on defense as the pass from Victor Gobales goes left flat to Joey Hobart. And Hobart is stopped after a loss of maybe just one to the 11-yard line. So Utah Tech with Joey Hobart. That's his 80th catch of the year. 80 catches for 1,100 and nearly 60 yards. He leads the FCS in receiving yards, receiving yards per game, and receiving touchdowns. He has 14 receiving touchdowns on the year. They gave him two, so uh, 1,160 yards. Now for Joey Hobart. Into the backfield with the quarterback, Victor Gabalas, is Quali Conley. The hand clap by Gabalas. Takes his drop, and the right-hander throws to the far side, and a man got wide open down the far boundary. Catch made at the 40-yard line by Devin Osborne, down to inside the 40 to the 38-yard line. 
He got past someone, Riley, and was wide open for a big gainer down to the 32 of BYU. Just a complete bust, and especially BYU was dropping eight. They had eight men in coverage, five underneath defenders, three deep defenders. Uh, There was a miscommunication, though, on the far side of the field. 34-yard line, and first and 10 for Utah Tech. Again, zero opening drive touchdowns this year. 54-yard completion. Gabalas. In the gun, Conley to his left hip. Conley's a 1,000-yard rusher. Takes the handoff and has six yards. Give him five before he stopped at the 29. So a run up the middle by Conley, Pepe Tanovasa, with the tackle. So second and five for Utah Tech. We're 0-0, five minutes in here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Utah Tech, a lot of spread formations. You mentioned no tight ends, no fullbacks, so they got a lot of you know track-style athletes out there. But they don't necessarily always go at a high pace. They will signal in from the sideline and get down into the play clock like they are right now as it ticks down to 10. Trips left, single wide right. Oh, offside. Yep, left guard. And a false start on the left side. False start. Offense, number 71. Five-yard penalty. Still second down. That's Bio Kanike. Offensive line for Utah Tech going 278-320. That was tw- the 320 of Kanike there. 280, 285-250. A 250-pound right tackle. That's a tight end weight there at right tackle for a spread formation team. Now they go empty for Gabalas on a second and ten. Cavallis throws complete to the 30-yard line, gain of four of the ten. Quali Conley, the running back, makes the catch at the far boundary. So a third down and six for Utah Tech on their opening drive of the game. 30-yard line, the spot. It would be a 47-yard field goal try should they go that route. And Connor Brooksby has a long of 55 on the year. He's got the leg. And a good kicker, 12 for 15 on the year. All right, third down and six, officially six for Utah Tech at the BYU 30-yard line. Trips to the left, two wides to the right. Empty backfield for Victor Gabalas in the gun. On the far hash, he takes his drop and goes for Hobart. Hobart won't get to it. Ball drops at the goal line incomplete. And it'll be fourth down and six. And the field goal team will check in. Connor Brooksby, the PA, the uh, placement kicker, again with a long of 55 on the year. We'll look to open the Trailblazers on top in this one. A 47-yard field goal try coming from the far hash, the right hash, as the Trailblazers go right to left here in quarter number one. Lefty kicker, so he's going to be pushing it rather than hooking it. Takes his steps back and diagonally. Brooksby swings his arms, plants the foot, gives it a ride, and sends it through for three. Not a lot of leg on that, but enough to get it over the crossbar. And Utah Tech... Scores the first points of this game. It is Utah Tech 3 and BYU no score. With 8.47 left in quarter number one. We'll stay right here for the time being. Now we'll take that media break. So timeout forthcoming. Let's take it. 8.47 to go here in the first quarter. It is Utah Tech 3 and BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
BYU Football brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Utah Tech 3 and BYU No Score. The Trailblazers go 60 yards in six plays. Kick a 47-yard field goal at the end of the drive, 2.54 off the clock, and the big play in the possession, a 54-yard Victor Gabales to Devin Osborne. Pass and catch. We come back in with the Trailblazers kicking off with 8.47 to go in the opening quarter. Booting it away is Andrew Day once again for the Trailblazers, and Hobbs Nyberg back at the 1. He had a 13-yard kickoff return, and BYU is backed up to the 14. Now he calls fair catch. So Hobbs will take a fair catch, and BYU's offense will take it out too the 25-yard line. Jaron Hall today has passed Virgil Carter for 13th place in BYU's career total offense tally. Jaron now sitting at 6,360 yards. Utah Tech 3 and BYU 0. BYU advanced the ball to near midfield on its first possession before punting. And then Utah Tech took that punt and took it downfield for a score or 3-zip. Lopini Katoa, after Hinkley Ropati had the first series at tailback. Lopini's now off the right hip of Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall shotgun. He's got a wing back left and two wides to the right. A tight and a wing left. That tight end, Isaac Rex, coming across the middle as Jaron Hall goes deep and looking for Keanu Hill, and it's incomplete. Through the hands of the DB and through the hands of Keanu Hill as well. Antonio Mays in coverage. Mays actually had a good look at the pick, but it went through his hands and bounced off of Keanu's. Yeah, Keanu had, it would have been a great contested catch, but uh, the, the fact remains that this ball went uninterrupted through his, even though contested, through his hands and off his face mask. That's always a, a catch when you look back at it on film you wish you would have made. Mm. So, chance to answer Utah Tech's big play with one of its own. Goes begging. BYU now in pistol with Katoa behind Hall. They don't give to fly sweep motion. They give instead to Lopini. And Lopini coughs up the football, and Utah Tech recovers the fumble. So a fumble by Katoa at the 34-yard line, and Utah Tech is in scoring position on the takeaway. Going to be so interesting to see what happened on this replay. To me, it looked simply like the ball slipped out of his hands. It can happen a little bit in cold weather. I mean, but that's normally when you're down in the teens or 20s. Yeah, he just didn't have the ball tied across, and as he made a cutback move, a defender got one hand on it, swiped across, and popped it out of his tuck. Sam Kanongata'a with the fumble recovery. BYU coming into today had lost only two fumbles this season. The school record for a few of fumbles lost in the year is four. Well, BYU's now at three now. So Lopini Katoa fumbles. So BYU goes punt on its first possession, fumble on its second, and Utah Tech is at the 34-yard line, first down and 10 in scoring territory. Conley off the left hip. Now Victor Gabalas strips left, single wide right. The pull away from the back. Gabalas fires incomplete. Bounced off the receiver's hands. It was low, and it would have been for only a yard or two to Malcolm Ross Turner on the left numbers, but it bounces off of Turner incomplete for first down and 10. Second down and 10, beg your pardon. The DBs for BYU are doing a great job in coverage. Obviously, they had the miscommunication when they were in zone. Since actually, since that big play, Greg, they played man coverage every game, as they or sorry, every down as they should. Uh, but as good as man coverage as they're playing, you're playing with fire. Eventually, someone's going to slip or get br- broken free. BYU needs to get a pass rush. Again, Utah Tech is straight four wides all the time, four or five wide. Shotgun snap to Gabalas at helmet height. He throws confidently behind the intended receiver, but for a catch at the 20-yard line. The Catch is made by Malcolm Ross Turner, another first down. Inside the 20 to the 19. So a 15-yard completion as Gabalas finds Malcolm Ross Turner, and Utah Tech goes right back to the line. They're hurrying it up with the spread and shred. RPO give middle to Quali Conley, and Conley 
Got a pretty easy five there, Riley. Yeah, and it looks like they're going to tack on a face mask. It was incidental as they were trying to bring him down to the ground, but that's what I think the flag on the field will be. Wow, which would be a half the distance, and Utah Tech would be looking at a first and goal from around the seven, if that's the call. Personal foul. Face mask. Defense number 41. Half the distance to the goal. Automatic first down. So BYU goes punt on its first possession, fumble on its second possession, and commits a personal foul after Utah Tech got down to the 14 for now a first and goal from the 7. Utah Tech 3 and BYU 0 is our early score with 8.08 to play in quarter number 1. Nearly halfway through the opening stanza. Gabalas in shotgun. Conley to his left hip. Doubles left and right. Snap chest high to Gabala. Shuffles to his left. Throws in the left flat. Complete to David Fisher inside the 5 to the 3. Give him the 4. So 3 yards on the game before the push out. And second and goal from the 4-yard line for Utah Tech. This FCS program and its FCS transition. One more year of transitional status as they reclassify, they call it. And they come into today on a three-game win streak after a one-and-six start, playing well and confidently to open here in Provo in this first-ever meeting between Cougars and Trailblazers. Trips to the wide side, right side, single wide left on a second and goal from the four for Utah Tech. Gabalas looking at his wristband, sets up Quali Conley to his right hip. No tight ends on this Utah Tech team. A high snap, a boot to the right. Gabalas rearing back, running out of room, throws for the end zone, and it is... Broken up on a pass intended for Malcolm Ross Turner. It'll be incomplete. Good coverage at the back of the end zone. Third and goal from the four coming up. Good job by Ben Bywater to carry Ross Turner all the way. He was the wide out from the opposite side of the field. Ben Bywater, who was the will side linebacker, meaning that he was there opposite the rollout, picked him up somewhere around the left hash and carried him all the way to the, sorry, the offensive left, carried him all the way to the offensive right sideline. Good job for a linebacker to stay with the wide receiver step for step the whole way. Under halfway to go here in the opening quarter. 7.20 left in the first quarter. Trips to the right, single wide left on a third and goal from the four. The hand clap by Gabalas. The quick fire on the slant in, and it's incomplete. Intended this time for Devin Osborne. The play was there. Yeah. The throw wasn't. And on fourth down and goal from the four, the field goal team comes in to make it 6 nothing. So a good hold by BYU after Utah Tech got to a first and goal from the seven. Cabalas is going to want that throwback. He, uh, his receiver did his job. He got his body across, gave him a big square target on the goal line. He just yanked it and pulled it down uh, to where he was forced his receiver to have to make a catch off his shoelaces, which he wasn't able to do. So and uh, Connor Brooksby swings the left leg and puts it through cleanly. So two for two on field goal tries for Brooksby, but BYU's one good drive away from taking the lead here. So Utah Tech... With a 6-0 lead, 7-12 to play in the opening quarter, we'll take, uh, no, we will not take a timeout. We'll stay right here for the time being. Looks like we're still live here, so we'll keep it here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium with Utah Tech on top 6-zip. Well, Greg, as ugly as these, uh, you know, the first eight minutes of this game have been for BYU offensively, you have an opportunity now, uh, with the defense having held Utah Tech to field goals, that if you can put one drive together, eliminate mistakes, and, you know, continue to keep the chains moving, you can take the lead with about, you know, a little less than half uh, to go in the first quarter. That last drive we just saw, Riley, was uh, just 30 yards after the takeaway. Seven plays, 120 off the clock. It ends in a 21-yard field goal. Utah Tech 6 and BYU 0. Kicking off again is Andrew Day. And back to return is Hobbs Nyberg. 
Andrew Day did a good job on the first kickoff of the game. He really pinned Nyberg down in a corner. Probably was a ball that he should have fair caught or let go through the end zone. Kickoff by Day. Hobbs from the two will return it. Comes between the hash marks, gets out to the 20, and that's it. 21-yard line. So, again, back about four yards where they would have been. With a fair catch, they choose to return it, get out to the 21-yard line. So Connor Brooksby's 2-for-2 two two on field goals. He's already Utah Tech's career leader in field goals, now has 24 for his Trailblazer career. And he has the two that put the Trailblazers on top. BYU's offensive offense jogs back on out. And I think we see a change on the O-line. No, they bring out Kingsley back at right tackle. So Kingsley stays at right tackle and... LaChance will stay at right guard. No changes there. But if they do change, you'll see LaChance go to right tackle and Joe Tukuafu go to right guard. But they're keeping it the way they've started with Jaron Hall in the gun. Hinkley Ropati is the tailback. The handoff to Hinkley. And Hinkley finds his way outside after navigating through traffic around the line of scrimmage for an 11-yard gain between the hash marks. So Hinkley Ropati with a gain of 11. And that is just officially now his long run of the season, his long rush of the season. BYU goes no huddle. Jaron Hall shotgun. The hand clap, the belt high snap, the handoff to Hinkley. Spins out of one tackle. taken down by a second trailblazer and a loss of two and almost three on the play. Justin Kirkland with the finishing touch. It'll be second and long for BYU. One of the things that was lost in the fumble was that Lopini Katoa was nine yards down the field before he lost the football. Obviously, this last play, uh, Ropati was caught in the, in the backfield, but the offensive line has been able to get push, as they should, against an opponent uh, who's got a defensive front the size of Utah Tech's. Jaron Hall gun, Ropati again, right hip. 6.15 to play in the opening quarter. 6-0 Utah Tech. BYU facing a second and 12 from the 31. Quick fire. Popped up in the air and nearly intercepted by Utah Tech. Ends up in a catch by Puka Nakua, or intended for Puka Nakua. And he makes the reception on a ball botted up, or did he not make the catch? The ball is incomplete. Third down and 12 for BYU. That was a ball batted up in the air, intended for Nakua, nearly picked off. Bounced to the ground. It'll be a third down and 12 for Utah Tech. That was either one where just Utah Tech had the right call or they had that formation in place scouted well from uh, from BYU's offense. They were That safety was sitting waiting for that ball to go to Nakua. Jaron Hall shotgun on third and 12. Takes his five-step. They set up a screen to Ropati. The defense converges, but Ropati gets downfield for the first down. He needed... 12 and got 13. What a tremendous individual effort from Hinkley Ropati to save the play and save the possession. Because BYU on a third and 12 with screen set up did not have a lot of clean room for Hinkley and he made a great piece of it on his own to move the sticks. Yeah, Utah Tech had dropped everybody back in coverage on the third and long, so there was a lot of tacklers out there. The BYU offensive line got out and formed a wall for him, but that only got him about four yards downfield. He did a good job picking his way through the defenders to get the rest. Hinkley takes the handoff sweeping left. Stiff arms the tackler to the boundary, but that tackler stayed with him to make the tackle at the edge. Safety Jordan Scott rides Hinkley for a gain of two to the far boundary. Now give him three. It'll be second down and seven. Utah Tech six and BYU no score. 520 to play in the opening quarter here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It is Senior Day 2022. The Senior Day festivities happening post-game. So if you're in the stands today, stick around and help honor 34 players being tributed today. 13 are true departing seniors. 21 others are fourth or fifth years who could return with eligibility should they choose to do so. They go to the pistol. Ropati behind Hall. 
Wides to either side. Jaron looks left, now sprints out to his right, throws on the run to his right, throws incomplete into the boundary intended for Chase Roberts. Yeah, Chase had slipped. That was a comeback route, and he had slipped on his way uh, out of his break. Unfortunately, Jaron had already let go of the ball, hence the incompletion. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. So another third down for BYU. Chris Brooks checks in. First time today, Brooks off the right hip of Hall in gun. Third and seven from the BYU 47-yard line. Cougs have yet to take a, take a snap in Utah Tech territory today. Jaron Hall, option to the right, pitch back to Chris. Three defenders on Brooks, and he'll be well short of the first down. On a third and seven, maybe one. And the punt team, with no hesitation, looks like it's coming back in. So BYU will look to punt and pin. Utah Tech has kept BYU to two punts and a fumble lost on the Cougars' first three possessions today. One of the things they're doing, uh, Utah Tech, really good defensive plan. So they know that they can't match BYU's size up front. So they're playing a lot of three down, and they've actually got nickel and dime, but they have willing tacklers in their nickel and dime defenders. In other words, their defensive backs and their safeties who are closing hard downhill to stymie this uh, BYU run- rushing attack, especially on third down. Rico knuckles Shank. one and kind of shanks one, but... As often is the case, a bit of a BYU bounce. It will be out inside the 20, the 19, maybe given the 20-yard line. So not much at all there. A 32-yard punt and not a good one from Ryan Rico. So uh, suboptimal start, let's say, for BYU. <laughs> Timeout on the field. 3.57 to play in the opening quarter. Utah Tech 6 and BYU no score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. To the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Athletics would like to sponsor, I'd like to thank today's game sponsor, Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Thank you for being a part of our team today. BYU trailing Utah Tech by a score of 6-0, under four minutes to play in the opening quarter. Utah Tech possessing the ball for a third time. Two field goals on their first two drives. The first one a longer drive, second one a short 30-yard field after a BYU giveaway. So cashing in with two field goals, making it 6-0. Quali Conley setting up as a pistol back behind quarterback Victor Gabalas. Gabalas, the Washington State transfer. 6'3", 218, a freshman. 14 touchdown passes to 9 INTs on the year. Pass efficiency rating of 130.9 on the year coming in two today. They'll now go right hip out of pistol. And Quali Conley will take the handoff and come off tackle left and turn the corner for a gain of nearly 10 yards on first and 10 from the 20-yard line. They mark him just shy of the line to gain, so give Conley nine and a second and one for Utah Tech. Utah Tech averaging better than eight yards per play. BYU under five per play in the early going. Cabalas rides it with Conley. And a minimal gain for Conley, but enough to move the sticks. Give him four out to the 33-yard line. So Conley moves the chains for Utah Tech with 3.19 to play in the opening quarter. Clock now rolling as the ball is placed at the 34-yard line of Utah Tech. Utah Tech's doing offensively what they're doing defensively. They're not trying to match BYU pound for pound for pound because they know they're outweighed. Rather, they're I mean the offensive line for Utah Tech is just kind of getting in the way. They're not trying to dominate the BYU defensive front, but rather just doing enough 
to allow space for their athletes to gain yards. Trips to the right, throw middle, and not a good throw. Over the head of intended receiver David Fisher. And uh, Talon Alfrey was the DB lurking in the safety spot. So a second down and 10 now for Utah Tech. Gabalas is now 5 for 10 on the day, nearly in line with his 52% pass completion rate coming into the day. Utah Tech 6 and BYU no score, 249 to play in the opening quarter. See if the Kooks here can hold and get the ball back and put some points on the board in the first quarter. You don't expect to get shut out by an FCS in the first 15 minutes, but... Utah Tech has played well. Second and ten from its own 34-yard line. BYU shows four. And the handoff coming off tackle left again. A little stutter step and another first down run for Quali Conley. On second and ten, a run of 12 for Conley. Another chain mover for Utah Tech. And the uh, Trailblazers have more first downs than BYU with 2.35 to play in the opening quarter. BYU tacklers have to play more downhill. I know they're playing a lot of three-man front, but in that position you had two BYU defenders get caught catching both blockers and ball carriers. That is not a good position. That's not a good defensive position, nor is it a successful one over the course of a game. Gabalas in the gun, Quali Conley to his right hip. The hand clap by Gabalas. Settles in a clean pocket, throws underneath. Catch made by Joey Hobart, and Hobart into BYU territory to the 48-yard line for a gain of six. So second down and four, with now two minutes remaining in the opening quarter. Utah Tech six, and BYU no score. And each of the Trailblazers' first three drives has been in BYU territory. None of BYU's drives have been in Utah Tech territory yet. yet to snap a ball in Utah Tech territory, yeah. Gabalas gun, Conley to his right, trips to the right side, single wide, short side, left side as the Trailblazers go right to left as I see it and you hear it. Ball near hash. The chest high snap. The give to Conley. And Conley's wrapped up but squeezed out of that somehow for a minimal gain on second and four. Give him two. So a third down and two. Alden Tofa, the tackle for BYU. It'll be at the 46-yard line of BYU. Need to get to the 44. And there's one minute and 20 seconds remaining in the opening quarter of a game. The Trailblazers lead 6-0. Utah Tech is 0 for 2 on third downs. That 0 for 2 resulted in both field goal tries. As it goes twins left and twins right, a single back for Gabalas. A neck-high snap. And he throws incomplete mm. and nearly intercepted. It was bounced out of the hands of the intended receiver. And Jacob Robinson had a look at the pick, and it popped out of his hands as well. Devin Osborne was the intended receiver. He couldn't haul it in. It was a pass breakup by Gabe Judy Lally, and then Robinson sees it just hit the ground. And so Leaving the offense on. Why not, right? You're an FCS team playing your season finale. You've got a lead. You've got the ball in BYU territory. And on a fourth down and two, Coach Paul Peterson and the Trailblazers roll the dice. 54 seconds remain in the opening quarter. Gabalas to the gun with Conley to his right hip. And now a timeout's called by Utah Tech. So Paul Peterson will Time take out. the break. Utah Tech, their first. It'll be 30 seconds. BYU opponents this year are 6 for 10 on fourth downs. Utah Tech this year is a 12 for 21. That's a pretty nice 57% conversion rate on fourth down. So Utah Tech facing a fourth and two for the time being, keeping the offense out on the field. Paul Peterson, the brother of former BYU quarterback Charlie Peterson, former Bingham High quarterback, Boston College quarterback, and BYU graduate assistants, assistant from back in the day. And a lot of 
BYU ties on this Utah Tech staff. Since leaving Boston College as a player, Paul Peterson was a quarterback's coach at Snow, NC State defensive grad assistant, quarterback wide receiver coach at Southern Utah, the OC and QB coach at Sacramento State, then the Snow College head coach, and now the head coach at the FCS reclassifier Utah Tech, formerly Dixie State, and here we go. Gavalis settles in the shotgun. Quali Conley to his right. Two receiving options left. Two to the right. And one of those left receivers, Joey Hobart, goes in jet sweep and is stopped for a loss on the play. Are gain of only one. They'll be short and turn it over on downs. So Hobart goes in motion, took the jet sweep toss, and is stopped for a loss. Or no, not a loss, but a gain of only one. But they lose possession on the fourth and two. Gamble gaining only one. So Utah Tech gives it over. And BYU looking to make a dent here before the end of the first quarter. 48 seconds remain in the opening stanza. We'll call that an early money moment of the game for BYU defensively. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments with All Pro Capital. The All Pro Capital money moment of the game is an early fourth down stop against Utah Tech, which was in BYU territory facing a fourth and two. Jet sweep for one, and the Trailblazers turn it over on downs. So Jaron Hall and the BYU offense back out on the field. Hinkley Ropati to the left hip of Hall. First and ten from the BYU 45-yard line. No snaps yet in Utah Tech territory. Motioning is Mason Wake as the handoff goes Hinkley middle. And Hinkley is stopped up for a gain of only one. And now BYU will maybe get one more snap before the end of the quarter unless they choose to hurry it up a little bit. 30 seconds on the first half game clock and 30 seconds now on the play clock. So one second separation. BYU has to run at least one more play here in the first quarter. And the Cougars taking time with 20 seconds to go until the end of the first 15. Utah Tech 6 and BYU 0. And without a big play here, BYU will likely be blanked in the opening quarter by their FCS opponent from St. George. They go to Pistol. Ropati behind Jaron Hall. Likely the final play of the first quarter. Jaron with the hand clap. Settling in a clean pocket. And he does go deep. He goes for Keanu Hill. And Keanu makes a catch. And walks the tightrope on the sideline, tap the toes, and they call it a good catch. What a great grab from Keanu Hill. And it'll set BYU up in scoring territory to begin quarter number two. We're through one here in Provo. BYU trailing Utah Tech by a score of 6-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.